What's up and welcome back to the Walton and the Wolves podcast. I'm Charlie and last night the Wolves snuck by the Thunder, 115-108. Um, not many positives can be taken from the game. I mean, the Wolves did start better they, than they did against Brooklyn, uh, jumping out to a double-digit double lead early, but come the third quarter, the Thunder brought it back and they took the lead by six. Um, again, what seems as a common, what was a common theme last year is here again, is, a thir- is the Wolves' third quarter woes. Um, they were not a good third quarter basketball team last year, and it showed last night. And certain things like that, they're going to play out, right? This team's too good to have that consistently be a problem, right? They're all new together. They're still knocking the rust off. I mean, for God's sakes, it was Cat's only second game ever playing next to Gobert, right? Delo's only played a couple next, or that was Delo's second next to Gobert, right? He only played once in the pre, no, twice in the preseason, so, you know, third game next to Gobert, but it's like, you know, there's still a lot that this team needs to figure out. So I don't want, you know, a win's a win. But that being said, we should not be celebrating this win, right? We did what we had to do, a little less than that. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to go over my game notes here. So early on, Cat and Rudy, Cat found really Rudy exceptionally well in the short pick and roll and just the short roll. He did a great job finding one of the lobs, um, which which is going to unlock this team because when because Cat's very good off the dribble. He's really good attacking the rim. And if he can attack, I mean, you're not going to know what he's going to do. If he drives in, Gobert standing in the dunker spot, it's either a lob or it's a cat, you know, floater, maybe a little layup, but there's there's it unlocks Cat's game even more. And I believe D'Lo was the one that said it last night. He was, he was like, you know, he wouldn't be surprised if Cat led the team in assists. And with the way the system looks like it's going to be playing out, he's going to have the ball in his hands and opportunities to pass more than a lot of other guys, right? I mean, granted, he's our power forward, so he's not going to, you know, have D'Angelo Russell type numbers, but still, right? He's going to have the ball in his hand is a lot. Um, so that was that was really fun to see. Um, sloppy game from both teams. The Thunder were not shooting the ball well from three to start the game. Uh, they, they finished thirty one percent, but then the Wolves only finished twenty six. They did not hit threes toward the end. Um, it was just a sloppy game from both sides. You expect that from honestly both teams, right? We knew that this start of the season was probably not going to be pretty for the Wolves, and it wasn't pretty last night. And, I mean, you expect the Thunder. I mean, they're not trying to win this year by any means. Uh, you know, they're trying to, the, to tank for Victor. So you expect sloppiness from them, a very young team. The Wolves are still pretty young. Um, of course, not nearly as young as they used to be. But, yeah, so um, TP and J-Mac had a great game, start to the game last night. Jay McDaniels finished with 19 points, was plus 14, had six boards, three steals, and three assists on 50% from the floor. He just looks a lot more like like vicious, and he attacks harder. He's a, he's he's a lot more physical this year, at least from what we've seen so far. And I mean, it's great. He's going to get a lot more opportunities this year with with the flow of the offense. Uh, he looks a lot more. His head is where his feet are. You know, he he looks a lot. Um, just just more with himself, I guess you could say. I mean, he's still very young, but, you know, his first two years in the league, he just, he kind of at times looked like a chicken with his head cut off. Granted, he's an incredible talent, but I think you can get where I'm coming from. TP is the Timberwolves' Tony Kukoc. Uh, 11 points on 3 for 4 from 3. 
he's just he moves so well off the ball and with how many screens Gobert sets and the way that the Timberwolves run offense, TP just he's gonna he has a role with this team. He had a role last year. He's gonna have an even bigger role with Pat Bev gone this year and Beasley gone, right? Like TP is that primary off the ball shooter for the Wolves now that Beasley's gone. You know, I mean, you have Jalen Noel, but he's gonna be playing more pick and roll, excuse me, ball handling roles, right? And then TP is the one that's gonna be flaring to the corners, moving around. Uh, so it's a great game from those two. Um, this is probably my biggest point that I took from last night is Ant and Gobert's fit together. I'm probably going to have an article out on this at some point in the near future, but it it scares me a little bit, just a little bit, not a lot. Like it's it's not something where it's keeping me up at night, but it's definitely in the back of my mind because it's like, Grant, you know, Anthony Edwards has not played with someone like Gobert, of course. Really, no, no one on the Wolves has, right? But aside from D'Lo with Jared Allen, but he had Van, he had Vando last year. But I like Rudy is always in the paint. That's where he makes his living. Both sides of the ball, he's always down low. And and there's, I mean, he just he just looks like he runs into Gobert too much. And again, that's that stuff's gonna work out in time. But at the same time, I'm worried that you know maybe that fit's just not gonna be there. That was just a thought I had. Uh, Again, not too concerned about it. Still in the back of my mind. Uh, up a moment we really talked about. Gobert, he went down in the third quarter, I believe it was. No, second or second quarter. And went down holding his right knee. Looked like in a lot, a lot of pain. Uh, got up, finished the rest of the half. Started the second half, I believe. Um, so Gobert was no worse for wear there. Ant did not have a good game last night. He finished with 11 points. However, 11 points on 4 for 17 from the floor. However, he honestly, I mean, was kind of close to a triple-double watch, kind of, right? Eight boards, seven assists. Um, Yeah, he just, he didn't have a great game. And I've seen people kind of look too much into it. It's the first game of the regular season. Guys aren't going to play well. It's one game. Yeah, I still foresee Ant being in the all-star conversation for West guards, right? So just don't overreact to that. Um, Gobert needs to get more post-up opportunities. I get in the past, he's not been a good post-up big man. He's not great down low, even if he's on a little guy. But, I mean, there's a lot of times where Josh Giddy was on him down low. Um, you know, Shai Gilgis-Alexander. Uh, Trey Mann was on him a couple times. There's, they're like... They don't, the Wolves, he was calling for the ball. They didn't give it to him. And I get that might not be in their game plan, but I'd like to see him down a little bit more back to the basket. He's too big not to. I mean, he's seven foot one, right? He backed down Kevin Durant, you know, against the Nets, and that's whatever because Katie didn't really try that hard. But he's like, he's seven foot one. I want to see him in more post-off opportunities until proven that he can't do it. I'd like to see that more. Um, third quarter woes, like I said, the Wolves were down by as much as six points in the third. Uh, you know, basketball is a game of runs, but you can't give up a run like that to the Thunder. And I will say this, uh, the target center booed Chris Finch when the Thunder, I think it was, they were on like a 23-0 run, 15-0 run, something like that. Um, target center loudly was booing Chris Finch for not calling a timeout. Um, I was more disgruntled at the team, you know, uh, but it's like there was someone sitting close to me and they were just yelling at Finch every time, you know, the Thunder scored because it was a tight game the rest of the way. 
every time the Thunder scored, he would he would you know start harping at him, right? And I mean, Finch is now kind of labeled as a guy that doesn't call timeouts. It's like there's value in letting your guys play it out. Now, what he did in the playoffs last year, you know, in Game Three, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. He he took the credit for that being a mistake. However, I mean, you guys, you're, I mean, the guys out there have to play like like. There's only a, so much a timeout can do before the guys on the floor have to play good defense, they have to get back in transition, and they have to put the ball in the hoop. There's no way around that. Timeout or not, if your guys if they're not doing that, a timeout's not really going to solve much. You know, it might slow the momentum down a little bit, which is a big part of what the Thunder were doing. They had a lot of momentum in the third, but still, there's only so much a timeout can do. Uh, but yeah, I was more frustrated with the team. It's like, I, how do you let? the Thunder come back and take a six-point lead. Now, granted, I mean, like I said, it's the first game of the season. These guys aren't used to playing with each other. Stuff's going to come within time. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, I'm glad we won because I would not have wanted to see social media after if the Wolves lost this game. Like, good grief. Like, I, I just don't want any part of it. Rudy had an incredible game. Finished with 23 points, 16 rebounds. Uh, the most rebounds... In a debut game in a Wolves his, in a Wolves uniform in the team history, finished uh, 66 percent from the floor. He was incredible. He was like the only constant. Him and D'Lo were the only two constant really threats. D'Lo finished with twenty points, five rebounds, on um, just under fifty percent from the floor. But it's like D'Lo D'Lo looks like he's stepping more into a vet role. He he looks really really firm, really solid. I didn't. I mean, there's a couple times where he didn't hit Rudy in, in spots where I, where I thought he should have, but you know, whatever. It's very easy to 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 say where the passes need to happen, and you're sitting, you know, 15 feet, you know, above the court, and you can see everything perfectly, right? Uh, but I thought Dilo did a good job. Gobert played an incredible game. <clears throat> the impact he has, man, it's just, you know, I I was never a Gobert hater, but there'd be times where I'd say he didn't get he 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 gets too much, you, you know, like he may he may get too much credit or he's not the guy that people say he is he can't score the ball yada 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 you know um casual fan stuff right and just like and i and i knew more as i started you know diving more into you know like people on instagram right like jazz for three uh jazz country i mean they i mean you they put stuff they put stuff out with with gobert on the team and it's you you it, it was easy to tell how how impactful he was and last night it just proved i mean he's he's incredible the wolves would have lost the game without him and it was it was just so much fun to watch. Uh, it was so nice, so refreshing to watch someone dominate the boards. And we did horribly on the rebounds last night, by the way. We got out-rebounded by two, which getting out-rebounded to an Oklahoma City Thunder team that started Kendrick Williams, who is six foot seven at power forward or center, and Pokashevsky, who's seven foot, but right, like their tallest guy, what, who is it? Mike Muscala, six eleven. I mean, he didn't. He, I mean, he's a he's a you know, he only played eight minutes. Like, I, th- how do you get re- out-rebounded by the Thunder? Like, and I, I get Gobert can only do so much. He did it incredible on the boards. Cat only finished with six rebounds, right? But you can't get out-rebounded to a team like the Thunder. If that if that com- continues to be a constant, then the Wolves are going to have serious troubles down the road, right? And I don't think it will be. Like I said, take everything you see in the first game of a season with a grain of salt, right? I think... If the Wolves match up with this exact same Thunder team with the, you know, no injuries like it is aside from Chet and well, Lindy Waters was out, whatever, Waiters. Um, 
if you if this this exact game happens 50 games into the season, I think the Wolves just like demolish a Thunder, right? It's the first game of the season. There's jitters, right? First day of school is what it feels like. I mean, there's, there's jitters, right? It's a packed crowd. You know, last year there it was it was not a packed Target Center for the for the for the home opener. There's a good amount of people, but it there was there wasn't the excitement around the team, so they were nervous, of course. Uh, but still, you can't be getting out rebounded to a team like that. Cat uh, got called for a kick out in the fourth, which would have put the Wolves up by nine, I believe. And at the time, I didn't see it. The replays in Target Center, they didn't really show his foot. Uh, I did see it now. He did kick out a little bit. Not as exaggerated as he sometimes does, but it's not a natural movement. And it's so frustrating because it's just like, I don't... That must honestly... I mean, it's getting to the point where it must be partly like his natural motion. He's got size 20 feet. So, I mean, him maybe not knowing where they're going, maybe a little bit. But he kind of flopped a little bit after the contact. I think that flopping is what really gets the call. Because he wanted an and one. And, you know, Target Center exploded when he made that three. We didn't know until, you know, the team hit half court. The team crossed over half court that it wasn't even a made basket. But it just it just brought back the memories. Cat's got to stop doing that. Uh, but, you know, to be honest, it's probably going to happen more this year with Cat on the, line, on the three-point line more. Um, and, and I know it's something the team works on. It's it's not like they don't care. It's not like oh you know whatever Carl they're not they're not happy with it. No one would be, right? It's a stupid foul call and he gets called for it probably the most in the NBA. Uh, but I think there's I mean it's a, there's the talent to draw to draw contact and go to the free throw line. Cat doesn't have that talent. Plain as simple as that. Cat does not have the talent that James Harden does to get calls or Luka Doncic. It's like Doncic what thirteen for thirteen from the free throw line last night. It's like it's it's a talent and it's a skill to draw contact. And get whistles and not, you know, and you could flop with them, but you have to know how to flop to get the ref's call, right? James Harden's the best. He's a foul merchant. And while it's a, it's, it does, it's not fun to watch, it's still a skill. It's still respectable. Cat doesn't have it. Um, again, Rudy was is so good when he's used right. Um, that, like, I'm, I mean, I think he's going to be better here than he was ever in Utah because he's got D'Lo, who's one of the better passing point guards, probably the most, one of the most underrated passers in the NBA um, alongside him. And, and that's no shade to, to Donovan Mitchell uh, or Mike Conley. Conley's you know, a great floor general. He's just a great veteran, but it's no shade to either of them. But Gobert probably could have gotten found more. Again, I don't want to speak too much on his time in Utah because I didn't watch a lot. I mean, I watch a good amount of Jazz games, right? But I didn't watch, you know, like... Every game I can watch with the Timberwolves, so I don't want to speak too much on that. But I do think he's going to be really good. Of course, I think he's going to be better than he was in Utah with the system he's in. Uh, it's going to take time. Don't be surprised if the Wolves dip under 500 within the first. Well, actually, I mean, their their schedule really it's 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 fairly easy. But I wouldn't be surprised if they dip under 500 within the first 15 games. Don't be surprised if that happens. I don't foresee it happening. Right, because we had the vets. Like for example, I mean, Austin Rivers came in. He only played one minute, but it was to close the game out. And Bryn Forbes only played four minutes, but again, in pretty much clutch situations. And Finchie, he went, he went. Uh, what was that? I think 11, 11 men deep. Uh, and which is, I mean, that's around what he does: ten to eleven man rotations. And uh, the one who was out of the rotation that normally is in. Mr. Nas Reed did not play last night. He got DMP'd healthily, got DMP'd. Um, but the thing with Nas and his role this year is 
he's not going to have, I don't think, a consistent role. Because, like, Gobert, I mean, excuse me, Finch's main goal with Cat and Gobert is to stagger the two, especially the two of them. He wants to stagger, and a lot of coaches will do this when they have really good talent in the starting five. They want to always have at least one man in the starting five on the on the floor at one at all times, right? It just it helps everything, right? It helps. It just helps everything. But with Cat and Gobert, both of them are both centers. Gobert more so than Cat is. Cat can play the power forward very well. But when the two are staggering, there's no need for Nas to come in the game, nor for Nate Knight. But there will be a role for both of them when Cat and Gobert get in foul trouble, which will happen quite frequently. Um, I Cat's not going to be like Gobert's a very good defender without fouling, but they're going to have they're going to be there's going to be foul trouble between the two. So it's good to ha- know that you have Nate Knight off the bench. You've got Nasri that you can come in, get you minutes, and then also if the Wolves are in like if they're in need of a three pointer to win a game, and you best bet that Nas Reed's going to be in the game over Rudy Gobert if they decide to go tall, right? If they decide to go big, you know, you might throw uh, Torian Prince in there, right? Move Cat to the power forward, or move Cat to the center, Prince at power forward. Um, But, like, there's not going to be a consistent role for Nas, I don't think. Uh, That being said, I still think he'll have run. Like, like that's his role. His role is to come in when Cat and Gobert are in foul trouble, when there's need of a bucket, and do his thing. He's an incredible, incredible player next to Cat Gobert. He like he's he's a power forward. He's not a center. He's a power forward. He plays so well next to Cat or Gobert. He did well in the preseason. I'm looking forward to seeing what he could do this year. So that's pretty much all I have on the game last night. Um not a good win. Not a not a win that uh we should be celebrating, but one that we should be happy we got. A win's a win. They're hard to come by. Um like I said, I'm just glad we did not lose that game. Uh, the Thunder aren't like a bad team. They we, Now, I'm not trying to compensate for the fact that the Wolves did go down by six at one point. But like the big thing, I don't even want to try to pronounce his name. Eugene um, Omarui. Okay. Number 97. He's 6'6". Uh, but but um, Dayton all checked him in. And... He he messed Carl up. Like Cat would be driving to the hoop and have no plan. He played 15 minutes, and that's really when this tie sort of shift towards Oklahoma is when he got checked in, right? He he, and then you know you got Muscala in there, and you you figured Cat wasn't doing well with with the physicality uh, that they were throwing at his way. Of course, he he's never really been great. It's it's tough because he just doesn't get foul calls. And there was a couple times, I think the refs did a very good job. And I'm not one to bash on the refing because it's such a hard job. Like, I don't know how you can even make a call. I mean, you have to watch, okay, let's say a guy is driving the baseline. We have to watch their feet, make sure they don't go out of, out of bounds. You also got to watch a foul. You got to make sure they don't, you know, take a step. It's a lot you have to watch. So I don't like bashing the refs. But Cat doesn't get good good whistles. And like I said, it's a talent to get good whistles. He doesn't have that skill. But, uh, so yeah, I, I just... Cat did not do well with the physicality, uh, and there's a couple missed calls, nothing severe, so um, nothing really, I mean, nothing different from last year. Cat's, like I said, it's tough with him because he doesn't get those calls, and he didn't really whine all that much, and I could care less if he does whine, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, it, it's it's bothersome when he's sitting there whining and the other team's in the transition, but if he's just trying to 
get his point to the ref, I could care less. Um, so yeah, that's about it. That's my full breakdown of the game. Uh, the Wolves are at home against the Jazz tomorrow. 7 o'clock, the Wolves are unveiling their statement jerseys for the first time. Vando's first game back. Uh, Beasley's first game back. Balmaro, did he get waived? I don't think so. I think Balmaro's still there. That's my newt. Uh, and Walker Kessler, whatever, you know, he'll be back as well. Um, looking forward to that game. By the way, the Jazz, if you didn't see, the Jazz beat up on the Nuggets last night. They finished 123-102 to at home, season opener, against a, a Nuggets team with Jokic, Murray, and Porter all active. Like, good grief. I mean, it just shows you. I mean, it, like, the Wolves very easily could have lost this game. But, you know, the Jazz were one of the best teams in the NBA tonight, and the Wolves are one of the worst teams in the NBA tonight, or last night. The Wolves were one of the worst teams at one point last night, and the Jazz were one of the best teams in the NBA last night. It's, you know, it's whatever, right? Um, things happen like that. So I'm going to stop rambling because no one cares about that. And I'll talk to you guys after Friday's game. And, uh, yeah, peace out.